I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Who knew a tiny typo could pack a punch and turn a regular day into a full-blown roller coaster ride? So here's the thing: Lyft, the ride-hailing company's stock price, soared after it released its earnings, all thanks to a silly typo. The company said during the earnings call that its profit margin would grow by 500 points, but it was only supposed to go up by 50 points. In that short period, though, as Lyft's chief financial officer Erin Brewer said. The quote-unquote clerical error caused a rush of buying activity as computerized trading systems swiftly reacted to the new information, resulting in Lyft stock skyrocketing by over 60%. But in less than an hour, the stock quickly went into the opposite direction and it settled at around a 16% rise in later after-hours trading. Now the problem is that this mistake took away attention from some positive news. Lyft expects to see improved bookings and plans to make more money than it spends in 2024. This is good news because Lyft hasn't made a profit yet, but it's been working on cutting its losses just like its rival Uber did before turning a profit in 2023. Lyft also noted a significant uptick of over 35% in rides to stadiums last year compared to 2022. This rise was largely fueled by events such as Taylor Swift's Eras Tour Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour and various sporting events. Additionally, the company also made improvements to airport pickups, which played a key role in its growth last year. In all this, though, I can't help but wonder what happened to the person who made the typo. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello I'm Manaswini and this is the deep dive for 15th February 2024. In a repeat of the 2020 events, more than 200 farmers unions from Punjab, Haryana and Uttar Pradesh have once again marched towards Delhi in protest. This time the key demands from the government are MSP guarantee for 23 crops, implementation of the Swaminathan Commission recommendations, waivers of farm loans and withdrawal of cases registered against them during the previous agitation. We'll talk about some of it in more details in just a bit, but first let's talk about the situation in the national capital. So in anticipation of Delhi Chalo march, the Delhi police imposed section 144 across the national capital for a month. Just like the last time, the border areas have been fortified and barricaded, but that has not stopped clashes between the marching farmers and the police. And I must tell you, these farmers are on foot, bikes, cars, trucks and tractors. But let's get back to what the farmers are demanding this time. Specifically with MSP or minimum support price, which is the minimum price at which the government purchases crops from farmers. Now the demand for a law on MSP keeps coming up ever so often. Honestly, all the aspects of this dense debate can't be covered in a 10-minute podcast. But in short, a lot of farmers view MSP as a safety net that can assure them of income of their produce instead of leaving them at the mercy of market forces. Further, one of the recommendations of Swaminathan committee was that MSP should be at least 50% more than the average cost of production. So right now, the government offers support prices for 20 crops each year to set a benchmark. but it primarily procures only rice and wheat 
and most supporters of MSP say that just six to seven percent of farmers benefit from this. However, economists are divided on the MSP issue. One argument is that it will create market distortions. Another one is that it will be a huge fiscal burden on the government. For some perspective on the cost, as a Reuters report points out, state agencies buy two staples, wheat and rice, at government fixed minimum support prices for the Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana Welfare Program that has 800 million beneficiaries, which costs the government 24.7 billion dollars annually. The Times of India quoted unnamed government officials as saying that procuring all crops will cost the government about rupees 45 lakh crore in 2023 and 2024, and will leave little to spend on any other welfare or development schemes. This explains why the government isn't rooting for MSP. But look, the timing matters. This is an election year, so it goes without saying that these next few months are going to be very crucial for the incumbent BJP government. and a farmers protest in the national capital cannot be ignored both the opposition parties and the bjp will try to woo farmers the congress for instance has already promised a legal guarantee for msp while pm modi has been mulling over offering cash subsidies to farmers under the pm kisan yojana the center already gives away rupees 6000 per year as minimum income support to small farmers so clearly farming is going to be a political hot potato And that's not the case in India alone. Europe is also facing large-scale farmers' protests in Poland, Hungary, and France over rising costs. Just last month, French farmers protested for two weeks and besieged a major highway out of Paris. Around the same time in Brussels, farmers blocked the streets outside EU institutions with tractors. A similar protest happened in Berlin outside Germany's parliament over removal of fuel subsidies. There have also been many protests in Italy, Spain, Switzerland and Romania. Elsewhere in the US, Donald Trump is trying to rally farmers in his support. According to the US Department of Agriculture, net farm income in that country fell 19% in 2023 from 196 billion dollars in 2022. It is also projected to fall by another 27% in 2024, so you get the picture. And as a Bloomberg report points out, Although on paper agriculture's contribution to the global economy is relatively smaller than some other industries, food supply and food prices are very critical issues for voters. The global cost of living crisis has left many countries facing double and even triple digit year-on-year food price inflation. But anyway, coming back to India, the last time farmer protests went on for nearly a year and ended only after the government agreed to repeal the controversial farm laws. So who do you think will blink first this time? If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello@thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was researched, written and produced by Shorbri and me. edited by venkat anand and dinesh narayanan mastered and mixed by manas and nirvan you can catch this podcast every morning on spotify apple amazon prime music google podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts we are the signal.co on instagram linkedin and twitter